When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Never does a week pass where I can't find something in my week that made me kind of a bad mom. And uh, I'm a pretty normal mom in that way. I know other people feel that way, too. And that's why we convene at 1 o'clock every Thursday on the Colleen and Bradley show, the Bad Moms Club. So apparently I'm a bad mom. Join the club, honey. Bad moms, bad moms, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? Bad moms, bad moms, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? This is Bad Moms Club on the Colleen and Bradley Show. All moms are good until proven bad through public shaming on the radio. And then they're part of the club. Yes, uh, at 1 o'clock every Thursday on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Holly Roberts is filling in for Bradley Trainer. Sonny's here too. Um, Colleen, why are you a bad mom this week? There's a lot of reasons why. Now, I'm going to this. I'm gonna take a little twist on this because I'm sure if I really put my mind to it, I could think of a way that my children think I'm a terrible mom this week, right? <laughs> but sometimes uh. I think I am. I feel like I'm a bad mom by other moms' standards well, or I would be a bad mom to another mom. Do you feel like you're being judged by other moms more like I'm not a good member of the club. Oh, the mom club. You're okay? an outlier. I am an outlier. Club. So, okay. So here's my story. And by the way, six five one six four one one zero seven one to unburden yourself. We find that confessing, and then we can reset your mom's status. It just sort of does the body good. Yeah. So, um, I was at my daughter's uh, one of my daughter's uh, athletic competitions the other day, <laughs> and uh, uh, one of the other moms. Now I've. I know of all of the moms. I know which child goes with them. I pretty much know their first names. I think that's really impressive. Well, I try to stay on top of that. Now, I, I, my mother once told me the biggest mistake to make is to think that you, not the biggest mistake, but a, it is a big mistake to think that just because your child is friends with somebody that you need to have a friendship with the parents. Duh. I have possibly overcorrected a little bit, um, but I try to be, you know, available cordial, and cordial and whatnot. I, I don't make it to every athletic competition because I have three children, all of whom participate in various athletic competitions. At the same right? time. Often at the same mm-hmm. time. Exactly. So I, And I can't be three places. So uh, I have not been to a lot of these competitions. However, one of the moms referred to me. She was trying to get my attention, which she had already done by waving at me. And I, so I had looked at her. So she had my attention when she said, hey, Tilla's mom. That's my daughter's name, Tilla. Now, this may be a personal issue. Mm-hmm. I am, I'm me. You're Colleen. 
part of my identity is being my children's moms, but it's not my entire identity. Yeah. And so when I go, when I am being addressed, you know, you could do many things. Hi would work if you don't know my name. I'm sorry. I've forgotten your name. Can you remind me? Hey, yo, Mrs. Lindstrom. Hi, lady. I mean, a lot of those things. Hi, lady. But for some reason, when I am identified as my children's mom, I, I like bristle at it. Dude, I totally get it. Because if somebody's calling you Tilla's mom, yes. it seems like perhaps... That's my only function? That, that's your only function? Well, and that... Uh, inadvertently the yes. way that you're receiving it is that it's diminishing your humanity as a whole person that's yes. Colleen Lindstrom yes. you have this identity that is you are a full human being yes. and to have somebody just refer to you as Tilla's mom yeah okay like that's the context in which you know me but please right I'm a person I'm a person so she just wanted to know if I wanted some ice oh. cream <laughs> but what I said to her was my name is Colleen yeah. Whoops. Yeah. I felt like a real jerk. Yeah, but your name is Colleen. I know it is. It's true. I was telling her the truth, but I was like, did I just break mom code? Or is that something we do together? Do we get to call each other? Like, did no. I? No, no, Colleen, Colleen, you are your own human being and you were just correcting her because it's one of those things. Say, for example, if you have a nickname. Yeah. And somebody addresses you by your formal name. Right. And you'd correct them and you say, no, I want to be known as, no, actually my name is blank. Right. And that's fine. And then they consistently call you the other name. Yeah. You have to Uh, be be ready to correct. You got to be able to stand your ground and honor yourself and also return your mom status to good. Your mom status has been returned to good. Okay. But that felt good to unburden myself in yeah. that way. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. If you need uh, to have your mom status reset during the Bad Moms Club on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got Sarah on the line, and Sarah has to unburden herself. Hi, Sarah. What do you need to share in the Bad Moms Club? I will reset your mom status. <laughs> well, I'm a brand new mom, seven weeks. Oh, no. congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> Thanks. Um. So I'm trying really hard to, like, let a lot of things go and not freak out about, oh, my God, this touched her, this bug landed on her. And so this morning I was getting ready with her in one arm, and I was trying to spray some mousse in my hair with the other hand. Mm -hmm. And I hit my neck and some oversprayed onto her face and hair. And so I waited to wipe it off until I had finished well, doing, you, doing my own, and I, I even let let some stay in her hair. I was going to say, I hope you gave her a little swirl or some yes. sort of style with that, Sarah. You're a little faux hawk. Yes, Sarah. Sarah, I'm going to give you this. Your mom's status has been returned to good. And I'm going to just tell you that seven weeks in, I am amazed that you were putting mousse in your hair. Agreed. To begin oh. with, because it is a success if you've brushed your teeth. I mean, I, oh. I just, you are you are doing a great job. Oh, thank you. Well, my mother-in-law is over helping out so I can go to my follow-up appointment. So I had time to shower. There you go. And that is a good thing to do, by the way. I think your doctor will very much appreciate that you took the time to shower before your uh, lady appointment. Okay, let's go to Amy. Amy's on the line. Amy, unburden yourself. What made you a bad mom this week? Well, no, I was calling about the the being called your daughter's mom. Yes. In that respect, I bet the mom... You said it was over ice cream. She wanted to see if you wanted ice cream. Yes. So she probably, in the moment, just that's how you were in that environment. That was 
you know, you were her mom. And I don't think that you should take offense to it at all. Oh, totally. I mean, I understand the context of it. Amy, thank you so much for calling, by the way. I totally get the context of it. But I, but I just, I recognize that as my personal, that mm-hmm. is a thing that I do where I bristle. Yeah. Whenever I am called that. It, right. It, like, you can I understand into- that in the context, yeah. it made perfect sense. You can intellectualize it. Totally. But I what I know for myself is that I would have been able to address that person by their name. And that felt it just bothered me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. We're adults. Yes. Um, Resetting mom status. And now uh, I feel better now. I feel better now. Do you feel like you've uh, exercised exercised that? that? You feel a little lighter? And I feel like, you know, Sarah, who's seven, you know, it's funny. I'll quickly say this before we move on. Um, But it is interesting because now I realize the days are long. The years are short. The years are long. The days are long. The The days days are long long and the years years are short. short. That, you know, that uh, and uh, that parenting is all of those days strung together. And that in my mind's eye, having a seven week old happened yesterday. And it really has been eight years plus since I've had a seven week old. But I still remember those days like they just happened. And it truly is some of the most exhausting days of your life and so the fact that she was putting mousse in her hair yeah i just like celebrate i celebrate sarah and all the sarahs today and the styling baby's hair and the styling of the baby's hair and all the women who were able to brush their teeth because there were days uh sonny you probably can get behind this too there i was gonna were days. say and Beth, my mom says who do you think you are being a mom and getting a shower yes exactly <laughs> Like you are multitasking. <laughs> if your eyes are open and you are being a mother, you're multitasking. Right, right. <laughs> All right. When we come back, you guys, the Emmy, uh, Emmy, the Emmy nominations were uh, were announced today, and we are going to give you a couple thoughts on what we learned from what was nominated. And then I got to tell you how I feel without spoiling anything about the season finale of The Handmaid's Tale. After this, on my talk 1071. Nominations were announced today, uh, and uh, we have some highlights that we'd like to share with you on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live and being interrupted by Julia on My Talk 1071. <laughs> Behind the scenes, the reason that we're laughing is Colleen was getting ready to talk, bring us into the next segment, talking about the Emmy nominations. Julia just walks right in. She starts yelling. She starts yelling, and then she realizes we're talking into our mics. Yes, there is an actual radio program happening right now. We'll talk to her later, (laughs) see what she has uh, up her sleeve. Anyway, uh, that's Holly Roberts filling in for Bradley, who did the morning show. He's hopefully napping at this point. Sonny's here. Uh, She's keeping control of the controls. Trying. Trying trying to keep the wheels on the bus. Uh, And, yeah, so today, this morning at 1030, the Emmy nominations for 2018 were announced, and I I think it's pretty safe to say we are seeing every year more and more of how the television landscape has changed. Yes, because fewer and fewer network TV shows are being nominated and more and more streaming television shows, things like Netflix shows, Hulu shows, Amazon Prime shows, etc. Those are taking a lot of the nominations. Can I make a side note? I wish you would. On that very fact. So. On my vacation, I was in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and one of the things that I noticed is uh, there's a lot of billboards in L.A. It's an industry town, mm-hmm. lots of advertising for television and for movies, but the thing that really struck me going back to L.A. in 2018 is that pretty much all of the television advertisements that were on big billboards and sides of buses were all 
from streaming services. Oh, that's really interesting. Well, all from streaming services. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was stuff for Orange is the New Black. There was the new Goliath show starring Billy Bob, Billy Bob Thornton on Amazon. And also Castle Rock, which is a new show that's starting on Hulu. So, yeah. so it's not surprising, looking at the Emmy nominations today, that it is being dominated by shows from streaming services. Yeah, it's very reflective of, of really how the tide has changed when it comes to um, how we watch and consume what is considered as TV. Which I think... You I think it's honestly a matter of time before the word television sort of becomes because it's already in this gray area because mm-hmm. how many people actually watch TV on their TV? Right. Right. Because you can watch it in so and so many different devices. But yeah, you're exactly right. In any case, just a couple of the highlights uh, that I wanted to just share. Um, I, You know, the things that people really get excited about are things like um, best actor and actress in drama or actor and actress in comedy. And so in terms of the lead actor in a comedy series, um, some of the highlights are Donald Glover for Atlanta, which again, I feel like I've said this a million times. It is Donald Glover's year, Mm -hmm. uh, AKA childish Gambino. You've heard about him in music a ton. You have heard about this show Atlanta that he stars in. Yep. Uh, So that is a big nomination right there, but some other streaming things that got a nod, Bill Hader in Barry. Actually, is that, that's That's HBO. HBO. Okay. We watch it streaming because we watch everything streaming on HBO now. But, um, Barry, uh, we have Ted Danson from The Good Place. And actually, um, I was going to say all of these are, none of those are streaming names. That might be one of the categories where you don't see a lot of streaming, uh, represented. Um, I am happy to see that Rachel Brosnahan was nominated for the marvelous Mrs. Maisel for lead actress in a comedy series, because mm-hmm. that's a show that I've been really excited about. Um, and then lead actor in a drama drama series, Jason Bateman for Ozark, which incidentally we just heard is getting another season. This next season is getting ready to come out. And that's a Netflix show. That is a Netflix show, and it is a great Netflix show. Sterling K. Brown and This Is Us. Uh, I'm just giving you a couple highlights. Um, Milo Ventimiglia also from This Is Us. And Matthew Reese for The Americans, uh, which his girlfriend slash co-star Carrie Russell was also nominated as a lead actress in a drama series for her role in The Americans. And I want to mention Sandra Oh being nominated today for mm-hmm. lead actress in a drama series today at, at the Emmys. And she's the first woman of Asian descent to be nominated for that category. That is huge. That is huge. And she was on the BBC America show Killing Eve, which if you talk to Donnie Love from this very station, my mm-hmm. talk 1071, he loved the This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
show. Everybody says that this show is fantastic and it's something that I need to watch. And it's you can only get that one streaming, right? No, Locally? BBC America. Oh, it's on BBC America. BBC America. Okay. But a show that we can only get on streaming that I need to watch tonight is the season finale of The Handmaid's Tale. Which that started- Elizabeth Moss was uh, also nominated for Best Actress. There were other nominations for The Handmaid's Tale. I watched the finale last night. Holly, uh-huh. I cannot wait to hear what you think of the season finale. I thought it ended horribly. No! And what I mean by that is it ended inconsistent with what I expected from the characters. And I can't say much more because I know a lot of people haven't watched it. And I know you haven't watched it. And Sonny, I know you haven't gotten all the way through it yet. Um, But I will just I am curious to hear what your reactions both of you are after you watch it. I will. I did not see where it was going. And what happened in the last minute confused me oh just are in you, the last minute i'm dead serious are you are oh darn the music. i hate it when that happens <laughs> ah, it's playing you i'll off. answer your question after the break okay. and then we will get to lord and lady d-bag okay on the colleen and bradley show sonny you just hang on to that question about okay. the finale of handmaid's tale okay. Okay. okay we'll be back after this on my talk 1071 We talk about them all the time, but before we talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and on our app, where if you download, register, and listen every day for the month of July, you could win $107 each yes. and every day. Yes, happy July. Happy July. It's the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm the Colleen part. The Bradley part is at home napping. He did the morning <laughs> show today. Holly Roberts is filling in, and Sonny's at the controls. Yay. Before we get to our D-bags today, um, I was talking about the finale of The Handmaid's Tale and how mm-hmm. I... Um, encountered it last night and I did not want to give any spoilers and I will not give any spoilers okay. but what I will tell you is um, you know every finale uh, well last there's only been two seasons but mm-hmm. it does not come as a surprise that they're going to try to give you a cliffhanger that surprises your pants off okay right so I was prepared for a surprise I was prepared to go whoa mm. The surprise that I got did not compute for me. Does mm. not feel consistent with what I thought. The I was surprised by the character's choice. I'll Do you think that. that the decisions made by the characters were written so that the show could continue on into a third season? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Because yes. the first season of The Handmaid's Tale follows the story of the Margaret Atwood novel. Exactly. And it ends where essentially the novel ends. Pretty much. So season two has been created with the help of Margaret Atwood. So yeah, it's still in her voice. It's still in her voice. She's been a consultant on the show and the writers have worked with her to make the story uh, in a similar tone to the novel. Correct. So what you're telling me is that at the end of the season finale of of The Handmaid's Tale that perhaps... Somebody got a hold of the last couple pages of the script mm. and made mm. some rogue decisions. It's it's interesting. I'll just I'm Ooh, just it's I'm interesting. In a, it's no. in a Minnesota way. Okay. It was interesting. But Sonny had a question. I do have a question. I want to know. Well, Holly, you ask some of the good questions. I, <laughs> I know this is the spoiler hardest part. Free. I know. Yes, I'm trying to we ask have a to question where it doesn't give it away. Free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I, I guess I want to know like. I know it's so hard. <laughs> do you see what I'm struggling with? Do you, 
<laughs> I'm just I'm trying to ask because I I've I've I am all caught up. I don't want to say anything. I don't know where anybody's right, at. Right, right, right. Do well, you, what we need to do, Sonny, we need to promise each other that we're going to watch the season finale oh, tonight. I'm watching it. So we're going to watch it tonight. Yes. I won't and be here then, to talk to you about it tomorrow, though. Do you? I see, know. Sorry, do but you, I'm doing the morning show tomorrow. Nah. Is it a left turn kind of? It's like like a monkey wrench kind of thing. Okay, here's what I, this is all I will tell you. Okay, is it's a cliffhanger. I mean, it is a cliffhanger. You do not get resolution from what happens, and you will feel uneasy with what happens. Oh, man. Um, which I which is the mark of a good cliffhanger, yeah, right? No, I can't complain because that's what you want them. That to That is you what you them. want them to do. For me, the cliffhanger that they threw, I couldn't make sense of it. Do you feel like they did it out, out, just to have out of do you desperation feel like the, yeah, or something? Like, or, was, or did the cliff does the cliffhanger make sense? I don't know. To me, right now, no. Okay. However, I am open to the fact that in the storytelling, mm-hmm. when the next season starts, which is forever from now. Mm-hmm. Whoa, whoa, whoa! When the next, the next season? I mean, give it a good year at yeah, least. Yeah, like it's not going to happen, you know, as urgently as I would like it to. Mm-hmm. Um, when it does happen, though, I want I have faith because I've watched the show for two seasons mm-hmm. and I appreciate the way that they tell stories and they develop characters, mm-hmm. etc. I I have to like somehow hold on to the fact that they're going to explain it to me in the telling of the story mm-hmm. in the next season. I but I. At where I am today, mm-hmm. with no re- resolution, am struggling. Because I've stayed away from Twitter, because I heard, what I, kind yeah, of ending mm-hmm. is yes. that? And I so I just stayed away from Don't, because that's what got me to watch it last night. Uh. I stayed up way past my bedtime mm-hmm. so that I could watch it, because people were reacting to yeah. it on social media, yeah. and I was like, I gotta get in on this, yeah. otherwise I'm in trouble tomorrow. <laughs> because yeah. I knew that if I didn't watch it last night, I would be in your boat, and I'd be having a conversation <laughs> with somebody, and well, I'd somebody be like, just tell me what homework. happened. Now, Right. <laughs> but you do need to go through the journey. So if you can stay away from what happened, the journey is worth it. But the last the last moments are where you're going to go. Oh, it's so horrible. Listening Hang on to this. I haven't seen it. I know. It's sorry. Me. Hashtag not sorry. You're going to have to watch it <laughs> later. And, and then you're going to have to wait for a whole yeah. other season. Yeah. And then watch so, that too. Yeah. So that's that. That's, those are my feelings. on, the, And I will happily discuss this in greater detail. I would just like to put in... Um, my grievance with the fact that streaming television seems to be the way of life now. Mm -hmm. It is. Because it makes it so hard to have these types of conversations. That's true. Because I don't know when we can be spoiler free. You have to be in a safe space. Right. Because if you... Now, with the show... In mm-hmm. particular, The Handmaid's Tale, we are providing a spoiler-free space. That being said, because the season finality, finale excuse me, just became available yesterday. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, usually there's a window of time where we can discuss shows mm-hmm. without having to be worried about a spoiler. Now, I don't think culturally we've come to a consensus when that exact no. right time is. And this isn't it, though. I can tell you that. We're right. not in that space. Right. No. we are. I cannot spoil it. Um, but I would... Yeah, and I almost feel bad saying what I just said because I don't want you guys to be like white knuckling your whatever you know seating arrangement you have when you watch television i don't want you to be going like what the heck is going to happen right now but What's that's gonna... what i'm like every week I watching know. Handmaid's but Tale, i don't want so it's to normal i don't want to inform your experience of it with the fact that well but colleen said that last minute is really it's not like that but but i but i wonder if you will have the same experience i had in that when it's all over you'll go is that how i think think the characters that I've come to know mm-hmm. would 
would um, is that how I think those characters would make choices? Behave? Right. And mm-hmm. Are those the choices that I believe knowing these characters because I know them now over the course of two seasons? Mm-hmm. Would these characters do do what they did? I know it's not a spoiler. I'm rooting for Alfred. We all are. We all. I mean, I mean, like my. Oh man. Okay. No. We got to get to some d bags just because that's what we're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. So let's d bag it up. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Can I give my d bag first? Oh sure. This is a Handmaid's Tale related d bag. Oh fun. Yeah, do it. I got a surprise d bag for you. Fun. Okay. Bad product tie in. For The Handmaid's Tale. Mm-mm. I didn't even notice it, whatever it was. Well, you didn't notice it because The Handmaid's Tale and MGM immediately understood the error that they made when they teamed up with Lot 18, a wine company, to release Handmaid's Tales themed wine. Mm-mm-mm. Are you serious? Yeah, you could get... Well, they've pulled it now, but there yeah. were three varietals. I bet that available okay, wait, for wait, wait, wait. consumption. I bet that the rosé was called off red. <laughs> See, get it? Because it's not. <laughs> no, it was actually a Pinot Noir. Oh dang it! But, close. but it was called off red. Yes, that's hilarious. it was called off red. See, I really feel like that's a rosé name. A silhouette of the character, and it was going to be a 2017 Pinot Noir, rich and complex. Lush fruit flavors of cherry are complemented by earthy flavors of mushroom and forest no, floor. Stop it. <laughs> this was going to be a real thing, Colleen. I swear to you. There was also a off Glen. No. That is the character played by Alexis Bledel uh-huh. in The Handmaid's Tale. Uh-huh. That was going to be a Rogue Valley Cabernet Sauvignon. If you understand you guys, her character really, in the show. They really, really put thought into this. Oh, yeah. This this was a thing. There was a committee of people behind these Handmade Tales themed wines. Also, Serena Joy. Okay, she's the... Um, she's not one of the Handmaids. She is the wife of a very high leader in the community she's a commander's she's wife. she's a commander's wife now and what kind of is, wine would serena joy be well she would be lily lily clean crisp and what she's a bordeaux blanc i don't even know yeah sophisticated traditional and austere while the wine may initially come off as restrained a few sips reveal it to be hiding layers of approachable white grapefruit and lemongrass backed by weight and concentration wow. now that was the copy that the company released to describe the wine wow. serena joy oh these were going to be going on sale uh i believe um actually earlier this week but MGM and Lot 18 made the right choice and decided to scrap the project altogether. I'm glad because it's, yeah. just, it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff going on with that, and it's making yeah. me feel uncomfortable. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> I want yes. I, I, I think I you drink, put it best. I want to drink my wine to go away from the troubles, not right. to no. be reminded of handmaids. Right? <laughs> no, and you don't need to have your characters illustrated through bottles of yeah, wine. Man, that's like, just wrong on so no, many levels. No, any kind of product placement with the Handmaid's Tale has been wrong. I remember when the show first came out last year, there was some kind of fashion line that made Handmaid's Tale themed outfits. Are you dead no. serious no, right tell now? Tell me what's wrong with a Handmaid's oh, Tale ev- themed outfit. Everything. Yeah. What's not wrong? I mean, that. how much time do we have? That is absolutely ridiculous. I you agree know, with you. Not everything gets to have a product placement. Well, why we can't use product placement for the powerful women in the picture? Why do we have to use it? That's what frustrates me. 
Well, <laughs> the, I mean, if you're going to do it, go, I, with, go with the powerful figures. I, well, I think the difficult thing <laughs> is, is that uh, you unless you watch the show, mm-hmm. you don't really know who the powerful figures are. That's right. True. Because true, all yeah. you're seeing is the handmaids, is the handmaids mm-hmm. and, and, you know, all you're seeing is. Yeah. So it's it's such a deep show, though. And I was listening earlier to Donna and um, and uh, Elizabeth Reese talking about the show, mm-hmm. The Handmaid's Tale, mm-hmm. which we all have watched. Where you guys have not quite yet finished the second season finale. Mm-hmm. I finished it last night. Um, and Elizabeth Reese has not watched any of it, and oh. she talks a lot about like whether or not she feels like she's in mm-hmm. the right emotional space. Sure, you the thing about it is you the... have to be in the right emotional space, and mm-hmm. you can't binge it. You cannot binge it. It is not. That makes me glad that they have the good sense to drop one episode at a time. Because it is it's it's heavy, heavy, mm-hmm. right? But also, uh, somebody described it as difficult to watch, but necessary to watch. And I would agree with that. I would say this: too. it really is. It, it it's, will. It's it, like cod liver oil for my eyes. I think I understand what you mean. <laughs> that was weird, but yes. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Again, Lot Eighteen oh, has man. decided not to release their line of wines inspired by The Handmaid's Tale. I say, good on them because even for thinking that it was a good idea, they're my d bag of the day. I love that. All right. Well, we, you know what? That's all the debug you're going to get on the Colleen and Bradley show because we're going to go into a more positive space. Holly, as we mentioned, has just come back from a lovely wedding week, weekend into the early part of the week. Uh, and she's going to share with us her Airbnb experience. Not everybody uh, is super comfortable using Airbnb and people gave you some words of warning, but you are from the other side of this now. You have a perspective. Yeah. We'll talk about Holly's Airbnb perspective after this on My Talk 107.1. Okay, no more talk about The Handmaid's Tale until Holly and Sonny have seen the finale. And so we are moving into a happier territory, a more positive space uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer filled in on the morning show, so he's at home napping. Holly Roberts filling in. Sonny at the controls. And Holly, you're just like, like seriously fresh off a of vacation. Like, I'm, did not sleep much fresh off a of vacation. I'm too fresh off a of vacation. <laughs> too fresh off of a vacation, but it was fabulous. It was wonderful. I got to see a lot of friends, old and new. And one thing that I wanted to share with everyone is my positive experiences with Airbnb. Mm. Yes. And I want to say, that they were positive because before I left for town, I heard from multiple people, oh, that Airbnb, don't get yourself killed. You know, there's crazy things that happen with that Airbnb. Okay. I, from multiple people from I, different parts of my life warning me about using Airbnb. Now, if you don't know what Airbnb is, it's where people rent out their houses or rooms in their houses or other pieces of property out to strangers. And Airbnb is like the broker service that yeah. you use. Now, I, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised by that reaction, I uh-huh. guess. Or maybe I'm not surprised. I'm not entirely sure, but I, I have not gotten that reaction reaction when I've used Airbnb from anybody in my life. But I will say I'm that reaction happens when you buy something off of Craigslist. Oh, all the time. Yeah. I used to have a job where I traveled around the country and I would have to cold call, physically cold call on homes. And the people in my life would say, You're gonna get murdered. 
And I remember thinking to myself, I really think that there are more good people than bad. In This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This world, but we have a weird skewed sense. Mm-hmm. It's such an interesting reaction to get from people yeah. that immediately their default of doing anything that's possibly outside of the norm is immediately you're going to end up on a 48 hours mystery. Well, and I'm happy <laughs> that I see your face here, which means you did not get yourself killed in an Airbnb. No, and I'm not going to be on Dateline NBC. Yay! Thank you very much. At least not at this particular moment in time. So I rented two Airbnbs because I wanted to do something out of the norm. Mm-hmm. Also the hotels where I wanted to stay were exorbitant. I'm sure a little out of my price yeah. range. So I'm like, great, let's do something that we've never done before. So run two separate Airbnbs. One was in the Topanga Canyon area of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. And that was fantastic. It was like staying in a tree house. The woman who hosted the Airbnb, my name was on the chalkboard when I came in. Aww. Dot, who lived upstairs, she brought down a kitchen towel with the state of Minnesota on it. Okay, that's in the state so capital. sweet. Now, I didn't ask her if she had done her research or this was just coincidence. Oh, funny. I assume that she looked at my profile yeah. and wanted to make us feel at home. Okay, so that's adorable. It was adorable. It was fantastic. No air conditioning in the Topanga Canyon place. By the way, it was like literally 120 degrees in L.A. I digress. Little uncomfortable, but fantastic dot. Yeah. A lot of these places have pets. There was Professor Higgins, the blind poodle, that was staying in Topanga (laughs) Canyon. Are you sure this was an actual trip you went on or was it a trip? It well, (laughs) you know, but so that was fantastic. And the other part of it, I stayed, Colleen. In a yurt. This is like the holliest thing you've ever done. Oh, this whole trip was the most holliest thing that I've ever done. Okay, I was telling so, Colleen off the air yeah. that I was just in full D-bag mode and it was yeah. great. I was just living it. You were living living, living your D-bag life. Yeah, living the awesome. I mean, you guys make fun of me for all this stuff, yeah, but, but you I'm were here like to live in, in my now. Yes. I'm living in my now. I'm living my truth by staying in a yurt in Malibu. Okay, so first of all, for people who don't know what a yurt is, can you explain yurt to yes. the people? Yurt is... Like glamping. So Mm -hmm. yurts, I believe they originated in Mongolia. Mm -hmm. So they're semi-stable structures Mm -hmm. and it was like glamping. So no air conditioning. Well, there was an air conditioning unit in there. There's a bed, a couch, all these other things. No plumbing, Mm -hmm. but some electricity. Yep. So it was amazing. It's like a tent, but bigger with hard sides. Yes. Mm -hmm. A tent. But bigger with hard like, sides. And like the hard sides are like lattice. And not and when I say hard sides, it's not like it's not concrete. No, 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 no. And this thing, like, it was in my budget. 
it was outside of my comfort zone, but I pushed myself to go and stay in it. And it was amazing. I met the great people whose yurt uh, the property was on. It was fantastic. It's so fun. They had cats, they had dogs, they had horses. But what I'm here to tell you is that no, the next time somebody in your life tells you that you're going to get killed when you go on an Airbnb or when you sell something on Craigslist, yes. the, I think you're, you hit it exactly right, Colleen. There are more good people on this planet right than bad i think you have to trust that yeah i know it seems scary and i'm not like and i think certainly there are markers when something might when you when when you feel like it's not a great idea you you should obey that yeah you got to learn how to trust your gut and i'm not saying that for for people for whom something bad has happened that they missed one of those cues that's not what i'm saying what i am saying is i think that you can obey your own feeling about it but also you have to trust that there's just more good in the world than there is bad. And um, and this is an awesome way to get around and see the world. And to get to know people. Yeah. I'm a huge introvert, bordering mm-hmm. on hermit. Mm-hmm. And I stayed in the stranger's house yeah. and I used their bathroom. Oh my gosh. I had to walk in the house and use their bathroom. That was weird. Yeah. But you know what? I'm here to tell you, if I can do it, if I can use a stranger's toilet... So can you. I'm kind of jealous you got to stay in a yurt. Dude. I think that there are yurts in Minnesota, too. There's like a Minnesota yurt yes. areas. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really knowledgeable. But yes, I mean, you can do it, too. You can find all these places yeah. on Airbnb or any kind of share service. Yeah. Well, and also, um, if you go to the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources website and search for your do a yurt search, <laughs> um, you can find there are yurts that you can stay at. Afton State Park has two yurts. Uh, and uh, there's a, another couple different recreation areas that have a couple yurts available that you can make reservations for if you just want to stay in a yurt. If you want to experience yes. that. there That's one easy way to do that. Um, but... But how fun for you to go to like a whole different place, stay in somebody's personal yurt. Mm-hmm. Sounded really dirty. Use their toilet. Use their toilet. That also sounds dirty. <laughs> but it is. It was a good experience to get outside uh, of my comfort zone and maybe you know inspire some people to do something that's a little outside of their comfort that zone so because cool. it will reward you in ways that you you aren't even aware of. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Well, thank you, Holly, for yes. sharing your experience with us. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay, I just want to open up the phone lines for service industry professionals who would like to rant about bad customer behaviors. Oh, yes, we want it. I'm going to tell you about one that has become a trend on very hot and sweaty days. But if you are a service professional, no holds barred. Feel free to call in, use an assumed name, and complain about customer behaviors. 651-641-1071. With Black Friday Savings at the Home Depot, you can get top brand laundry sets with the latest tech to tackle any mess you might face this holiday. Like automatic fabric and load size detection for spills of any size, from cookies and milk on your favorite holiday sweater, to the toddler of the house discovering just how fun cranberry sauce can be. Make more magic this holiday season. Let your new appliances handle the mess. Shop Black Friday Savings and get up to 30% off, plus instantly save up to $750 on select LG laundry sets at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Offer valid November 2nd through 30th. U.S. only. See store or online for details.